0: Hey guys, it's Jess. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Off the Mat. And today I'm talking about something that might be on your mind. If you are a teacher, you're interested in being a teacher and you're looking at maybe a 200-hour yoga teacher training, or perhaps you have your 200-hour already and you're considering, do you want to further your education with a 300-hour or perhaps you're looking for a CEU program, so a continuing education program um, that would fulfill your hours that you need if you're registered with the Yoga Alliance or if you just want to learn more. So here's some, some great tips. I've got three tips today to consider as you're looking and researching, thinking and dreaming about your next or maybe your first program. Okay, so first off, choose a training that works for your life. And this is going to ripple out in several different ways. So you want to look at the format of the training because it's a big investment of time and money, of course. So you want to look at one that is going to work with your learning style, will fold in well with your schedule. Um, If you're an online learner, or perhaps there's a training that you're really interested in that happens to be online and You've through this pandemic figured out a way to efficiently learn at home on your own pace, and you know, hey, that's totally cool. I can do this on my own um, with some, of course, from some special trainers that might reach out and provide you, um, you know, Q and A hours or whatever that is. But if you're an online learner, all that to say it's cool to choose an online program because it's so flexible um, in a lot of ways. You can study when it makes sense for your work schedule or when the kids are in school, you have a lot of options there. So if it's online and you work that way, great. Let's say you're so done with virtual. I get you. There are lots of other methods and uh, ways that trainings are compiled uh, there's also the retreat style where let's say you're gone for 12 18 days or so and you're working through a large chunk of let's say a 300 hour program or a 200 hour program and there might be some uh, asynchronous learning that happens before or after a course but the bulk of that training is retreat style so you're out of town your cat, your kids, your your partner, (laughs) all of those uh, loved ones that depend upon you, they are situated for that amount of time and you're able to fully focus on your teacher training experience and immersing yourself in that experience. Now, there's a lot of benefits to that. And of course, with anything, there's some drawbacks too, because in my opinion, that style, at least for my learning style, doesn't allow for a lot of time of implementation or integration of the information. So consider that uh, as, as as something to, to put on your list. It's like, do I do I learn in a way where I'm very um, a kinesthetic learner, where I want to apply the things that I'm learning as I'm learning them? And uh, if so, you might consider a uh, a more spread out program, maybe an in-person program, which I'm going to talk about next. So an in-person local weekend program, or or maybe it's a destination program that you're going once a month um, or something, a cadence that is approachable for your schedule. So when I did my 200 hour, this is exactly what I did. I had nine months of one weekend a month, uh, uh, give or take. And uh, you know it was all in for that weekend. It was Friday night, all day Saturday and Sunday. And I loved it and it was exhausting of course cuz you're having to pay attention for you know pretty long days but it's if you're interested in yoga if that's something that brought you to listen to this episode then you're not going to have any problem I promise. <laughs> there'll be there'll be moments when you're tired but the information and the learning is just unfolding as you're kind of immersing yourself into these weekend programs. So there's also Lots of different formats, Uh, you know there's intensives where let's say it's a summer intensive and you're going for 30 days straight Monday through Friday. Uh, Maybe practice teaching a little bit off to the side as well, so there's lots of different ways that studios and uh, registered yoga schools have formulated to approach different learning styles and. Take a look at that and really consider the impact to your family or to your work schedule, to your own personal learning style when you're selecting one of these trainings. Okay, my third tip or my second tip of three, rather, (laughs) uh, is to read reviews. So this is really important. And whether or not you're reading it on the Yoga Alliance website or just doing a cursory Google, maybe checking out Facebook pages and Instagram handles, read through and see what people are saying. Uh, Maybe visit those other profiles of the comments that are being made to see, like are these people actually teaching or is this more of a quote unquote teacher training to deepen your practice, which know what you want from the get-go. Are you looking to teach or maybe you're just interested in deepening your practice. So see what other trainees have gone on to do since they've graduated. Um, you get really familiar with that studio and uh, take a look at the ownership, look at the offerings, what kind of style of yoga are they teaching? Um, Is it something that resonates with you and your own style? And if you are able, I 100% recommend practicing at this studio for a while. Um, That's not always uh, a possible depending on the case, but if you can spend some time in the environments, Watch the way teachers sequence, the messages that they deliver at the front of the room. See if that's something that you resonate with. And if it is, you know you're in the right place. Okay, tip number three, definitely number three <laughs> this time. So review the curriculum. So let's say you, you picked the in-person weekend training that you're going to do for a 300-hour You've spent some time exploring and understanding the studio that you chose. Um, You've read reviews. You've talked to people who have gone through the program. Maybe you've had the opportunity to talk to the lead trainer. Now is a great time to take a look at that curriculum. So many studios will offer you an agenda, an overall Curriculum for you to take a look at so you can see in general terms what's going to be covered so each training is required if it's, it's a 200 or a 300 hour that's sanctioned by the yoga alliance, each training is required a minimum number of hours to be dedicated to things like posture labs. Anatomy, history, philosophy, but each teacher training is going to emphasize different areas and bring their own style into this program. So if their style is, uh, let's say, very spiritually focused, um, you know, maybe they're chanting and playing music, and you know that you're more of a nuts and bolts. Uh, anatomy, breaking down the sequencing, and that's more of your jam, maybe the spiritual focused training, is not going to be a right fit. Even if let's say it works for, for your life, the content might not serve you as well as if you did a little bit more digging and found one that's more anatomy focused or more nuts and bolts focused when it comes to um, the body and, and asana. Uh, if you are really interested in things like get diving deeper into the yoga sutras and those types of aspects of yoga, if they just, you're like, oh, I just want to know more about that. Look for that in the curriculum. And then ask how many hours are dedicated to the things that you are most passionate about. Um, and then pick a program from here. So you might do this with a couple of places. It's, it's, it would be great to have the two to compare. So those are my tips. Uh, you can use these tips for literally any yoga or spiritually focused, meditation focused, energy work, focus program that you're looking at. If it's a 200 hour or a 300 hour, great, but you want to make sure that no matter how you plan to use this, uh, how it will serve you in your education, just make sure that it's a training that works for your life, that you have talked to people about the program, you're gotten, you've gotten familiar with the studio, the teachers, you've taken a look at that curriculum and you really understand what you're making an investment in because you want it to be something that's really worthwhile. So I hope that serves today. Best of luck in finding your next teacher training. Hit me up on Instagram. My handle is at jessicacross.co. I've taken thousands of hours of trainings over the years. Uh, It it adds up fast, friends. So if you (laughs) have any questions, uh, any uh, new teacher tips or teaching uh, for a long time, but maybe you've, you've gotten out of it since COVID and you just want to immerse yourself in a program, hit me up. I have, um, you know, obviously my own opinions on things and maybe some suggestions for you too. So it's at jessicacross.co. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day and enjoy finding your next teacher training. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram at at jessicacross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.